In his latest book, Mercy Triumphs Over Judgment, Pastor Brent Radosky unfolds the power of God's mercy. Whether struggling with unforgiveness, feeling worthy, or loving others, this book will help you discover the freedom unleashed when you begin to choose mercy over judgment. Discover how you can become a walking, talking, breathing agent of God's love. Mercy Triumphs Over Judgment is available at fafc.ca, amazon.ca, the Kindle store, or you can call us at 306-652-652. Our desire is to bring nothing but the Word, the Word of God that transforms our lives. You can't have a testimony if you haven't had a test. When you have the new nature of God inside of you, really your worship reflects that. If you fail, don't let it be final, because it's not fatal. around the world thanks for joining us uh, this is dr kazumba charles and you are watching kingdom inside uh, we continue on the topic of uh, mercy triumphs over judgment my pastor my senior pastor of faith alive family church where god is doing wonderful and powerful powerful things here in canada in saskatoon he has written this powerful book and i want to just give you a a run of what we discussed in our last episode and i encourage you to watch the last episode uh in mercy triumphs over judgment pastor brandt uh, uh shares on uh, how mercy is the pathway to blessings our failure is not a final how we can attract God's mercy and he shares also on how to handle life's unfairness as well as uh, learning how to treat others better than ourselves or better than they deserve and finally uh, uh, how far we can go in uh, showing mercy we're gonna continue with that same spirit so that we understand how we can unfold the mercy of God how we can attract the mercy of God and the blessings of God Pastor Brandt, welcome to Kingdom Insight. Welcome on this program once again. Thank you, Dr. Charles. It's an honor to be here. I'm excited. Last time you blessed us and there was a scripture that you actually you take the title from Mercy Triumphs Over Judgment. I've never looked at it that way. I was so blessed in the last episode and I'm looking forward and I'm going to sit back because I know our viewers want to hear more about uh, the revelation that God has given you through this book. So man of God, just take over please and go right ahead to the word. Let me read that scripture. It says, say, judgment, or mercy triumphs over judgment. And I remember reading that about uh, two, three years ago, and that really hit, hit, really hit home. Um, how many of you ever read a passage and it just suddenly jumps off the page at you? And uh, I, I'd read that scripture many times, but it never really meant anything. But that day it really hit home, and I began to study it and started to do a study on mercy. In fact, I Googled mercy and Christian books on mercy, and uh, lo and behold, I didn't find any. <laughs> There was only a couple on Kindle, and I couldn't find anything on Mercy. And then I went to my concordance and typed in Mercy and Merciful and, and in those kind of words, and I, I was amazed to find that there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of references to Mercy in the Bible. And not just in the New Testament. Uh, by the way, Mercy did not start in the New Testament. Uh, God has always been a merciful God. Amen. And all the way back from the beginning till now, it's been God's mercy. 
In fact, a lot of people, uh, I think, are mistaken when they believe that the Old Testament is just the, the testament of law or the, you know, the, God the lawgiver and that people had to earn their salvation. And when Jesus came, you no longer had to earn your salvation. The truth is, uh, salvation has never been earned. Mm -hmm. It's always been by grace. Amen. And if you go back and study the Old Testament, you find out that everything God did with his people, the Israelites, has always been by mercy. It's always been by grace. Mm -hmm. So God is a merciful God. In fact, uh, thinking about mercy got me thinking about the mercy seat. Mm -hmm. How many of you know that when God uh, made the temple, and in the Holy of Holies, he put the uh, Ten Commandments in the Holy of, you know, what was that box the, called? The, 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 the Ark of the Covenant, of the that's right. Mm -hmm. And then he put a cher two cherubim, one on each side, and they had their wings crossed, facing. They were looking at the seat that God aptly named Mercy. And I want you to understand that God didn't call it the Judgment Seat. He called it the Mercy Seat. And I think that God was reminding himself that every time he came into that holy of holies mm -hmm. at different times of the year, as was prescribed, I think when he came in, he could see, oh, look, that's the mercy seat. The blood is applied on that seat. There's two angels with their wings covering, and they're, they're looking inward. They're looking at the mercy seat, and the mercy seat was created out of pure gold. So that led me to do a little study on the on the mercy seat, and then I found out that it was made out of pure gold. Mm -hmm. And I like pure gold because Amen. gold is pure. Yes. Actually, it's not always pure, but this was pure gold. Mm -hmm. And to me, it represents that God's mercy is pure toward people. Amen. That it's not tainted. It's mm -hmm. not, he has no selfish interest. He's not envious. He has none of the evil traits or characteristics. And that God's merciful, God's mercy is pure. And the second uh, thing I saw in the mercy seat was that he had two seraphim with their wings. Mm -hmm. And I think somewhere in the Bible it says that, I forget the scriptures, but it says that his wings cover mm -hmm. us. Yes. And so, you know, it's hard for us to think of a God with wings, mm -hmm. and yet there are many references in the Bible mm -hmm. that talk about God having wings, yes. having feathers. Yes. And so that I'm reminded of a mission trip I went on to Mexico about 31 years ago. Mm -hmm. And as we were out in the streets of Mexico, uh, sharing the good news of Jesus, showing the love of God, we were walking down the street and we saw this, this chicken, this hen, take her little chicks and cross the street. And she had about eight or ten of them. And she put her wings around, around the, the chicks and went across the street in a big hurry. And she was protecting her chicks. Mm -hmm. And so me, for me, there's references in the Bible how God protects us. Amen. You know, under the shadow, I think it's Psalm 91, yes. isn't it? Mm -hmm. And he protects us under the shadow of, the of his wings. Yes. And so for me, those wings represent God's mercy Amen. as being all-powerful, mm -hmm. overshadowing, mm -hmm. all, all helpful, mm -hmm. or, or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing was that the seraphim are looking inward at the mercy seat. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's a picture of when God comes in in his glory and he sees the seraphim looking. And it's like they're looking at the mercy seat. Mm -hmm. Almost, almost, it's not that God needs reminding. Mm -hmm. Uh, there are scriptures, by the way, that tell us that we're supposed to remind God of certain things. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I believe that those angels are helping God, so when God comes to deal with his people, to do it mercifully. Mm -hmm. Because God always tempers his judgment and his justice with mercy. Mm -hmm. That's why David, you remember the story of David? Yes. David and Nathan? Mm -hmm. Nathan. Nathan. Yes. David mm -hmm. and Nathan, mm -hmm. when he caused, uh, when he uh, had some affair with mm -hmm. Bathsheba mm -hmm. and... Uh, he sent her husband to the front lines. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that the right one? Yes. I think it is. Yes, that's the and right then one. he was later killed, killed. And, 
and David tried to cover it up. <laughs> and uh, the prophet Nathan came and said, told David a story, you know, about this guy that did wrong, and David was all upset. What should be done to that guy? And you know, you remember that story? Yes. I don't yes. remember it all, but he yes. said, "Hey, he should be punished. He should punished. be, you know, mm -hmm. so on." And then Nathan said, "You are that man." You are that man. Yes. And David did what we should all do. Amen. Instead of running from God, Amen. Nathan ran to God. Amen. And David put ran himself. To God. Yes. He ran to God, right, and mm -hmm. put himself under the mercy of God. Amen. And God Amen. gave him what three judgments. Mm -hmm. Pick one, A, B, or C, right? Yes. Door yes. one, door, door two, two door, door three. Yes. And he picked the one that mm -hmm. God was involved in. Yes. Which is wise for all of us because Amen. David knew mm -hmm. that God would mete out justice mm -hmm. with mercy. Amen. And that's Amen. so important for us to remember. And that's mm -hmm. why everybody should go to God mm -hmm. when you fail God or when you feel like you've done wrong, mm -hmm. even in your sin. Mm -hmm. Many people yes. are still, they're scared, they're terrified. I don't know if I can go to God. No, I encourage you, go to God. Amen. Go to God. Amen. Go to God. Go to God. I'm, I'm, I'm getting excited because you got to understand that, uh, you know, the mercies of God, actually the Bible says the mercies of God, they are new every morning. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, with this book, you're going to be blessed because uh, I think, it is safe for me to say most of us are not blessed because we have not experienced or allowed the mercy of God to take over our lives. Uh, Pastor Brandt, I want you to continue on this topic. I know the people are looking for more as you have uh, been revealing this revelation that inspired you to write this book, Mercy Triumphs Over Judgment. Yeah, let's, let's talk about um, how failure, we have to learn to embrace failure. I know failure is a, is a taboo word, you know, no one likes to fail. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to fail. No. And we teach our children to win and to mm -hmm. be successful, and that's what life is all about. But we also need to help people understand that mm -hmm. um, there are times when we are going to fail. Yes. And understanding what to do in failure mm -hmm. is more important than just understanding that I failed. Mm -hmm. And so... There's a couple of quotes I wrote down here from my book. There's lots of really good quotes in there that'll help you out. But one of them is that we must understand that the fulfillment of our destiny is directly entwined with our willingness to hope in the midst of failure. Amen. And that's important. So, you know, because when we fail, there's a, there's a temptation. Uh, I don't know about for you, but for me, there's a temptation to quit. Mm. I don't know why that is. Mm. We fail, we want to quit. We want to quit, yes. How often? Mm. In fact, uh, it was last week when mm. I was in Kansas City at a men's, men's conference, and my wife had preached at the church, and you know, it was later on, I came back to my hotel, I looked at my phone, and I got a message from my wife, and guess what it said? It said, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I remember one time yes. when a brother and myself were at a conference, yes. and it was Sunday afternoon, and uh, we were having Starbucks. We had a cup of coffee. The mm -hmm. conference was over, and, and, my, and my wife phones, and I said, well, how are things going? She says, I quit. <laughs> and yet, it, it, now listen to this, you guys, yes. because on the other side, I was getting all these texts. We were both mm -hmm. getting texts. Church was awesome today. God moved powerfully. Mm -hmm. People were healed. The power Amen. of God was available. Amen. The presence of God was there. Amen. We had all these wonderful things. Mm -hmm. My wife comes home, texts me, and says, mm -hmm. I quit. Oh. Now, hmm. now, why is that? You see, so I see a lot of times mm -hmm. in life that people tend to want to quit when yeah. they fail. Yes. Or not when they fail, when they think they fail. They fail, yes. yes. When they true. think they, fail. they failed. 
And that's why we, we, we're not good judges of, of our ourselves. own selves. We're not yeah. good measurers of oh, our success or yes. failures. If you yeah. really want to know how good you're doing, talk to somebody else. Amen. And so, Amen. and I remember I used, to, I used mm. to laugh, you know, I used to tell my staff, you know, every Sunday after church I'd quit and then I'd hire myself back on Monday. Yeah. You've mentioned you that know, so many I times. I say that all the time, but <laughs> the truth is, mm. I do it less now, by the way. Mm. I've kind of grown up somewhat, but <laughs> it's amazing how often we want to quit yes. when we fail. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that's directly tied into our understanding of our righteousness and who we are in Christ. Yes. It's directly entwined with who mm. we are. Our mm. identity is wrapped up in, in being successful. successful yeah. And oftentimes, you know, men, for instance, mm -hmm. are very much performance oriented, oriented yes. based on what they do. So mm -hmm. if we go out and do something great, you know, we feel successful, yeah. we're happy, mm -hmm. we're, we're empowered. Mm -hmm. But if we go and we don't do anything or we fail at something, we think, oh, my life is over, I'm, I'm awful. Done. I'm done, <laughs> I quit. Mm -hmm. So I want to mm -hmm. encourage people, mm -hmm. you know, don't quit and learn to overcome Amen. your limitations Amen. and your boundaries that you set on yourself because you think you failed. Mm -hmm. The truth is you, you are not failing. Amen. In fact, you are failing forward. Amen. Oh, uh, I like that. Quote. You're failing forward. Hallelujah. And instead of feeling like a failure, you can't mm -hmm. make it, just realize those mm -hmm. failures aren't supposed to happen, but they do happen, mm -hmm. and we should learn from them. Amen. And I have a, something I wrote in my book. I said here, um, you can let failure be the water that douses your flame, or you can allow it to be the fuel that fires your future. Hallelujah. And that's what I Hallelujah. find, that we need to look at failure mm -hmm. not as something bad, mm -hmm. but rather as an experience. Amen. Because Amen. everybody fails. Mm -hmm. But it's how you, where do you put failure in the category of your heart? Mm -hmm. Is it that bad? Mm -hmm. You know, am I going to go commit suicide? Mm -hmm. Am I going to run off because mm -hmm. I failed? Or are we going to sit there and say, you know what? It's just an experience. Yes. I experienced something. Mm -hmm. Let's learn from that experience. Mm -hmm. Let's grab a hold of the wisdom. Mm -hmm. Let's learn from our mistakes. Amen. Hopefully we don't do mm -hmm. it again, right? Amen. You know, Amen. someone who keeps doing things mm -hmm. over and over and over and over yeah. isn't learning. No, he hasn't and learned so from the experience. Ex exactly. So we need to learn from our, our mistakes. Amen. Amen. We need to learn from our mistakes. Now, I I in this book, I I'm liking this, uh, learning from our experience. I, I want you to touch on uh, one of the topics that you share uh, in the book, Mercy Triumphs Over Judgment. You write it, modernized term, stuff. Stuff. Happens. Stuff happens. Stuff happens. Stuff, and that is the modernized stuff, and everybody understands that. Talk to us, Pastor Brandt, about uh, 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 stuff happens in relationship with the book of Job. Yeah. The book of Job is where I got this from. Uh, most people are kind of familiar with Job, mm -hmm. but most people aren't. And for a lot of people, uh, Job is a theological conundrum. You know, mm -hmm. they, they look at it and go, oh, I don't understand Job. It seems so mystical and odd, and I can't get what they're saying. But there's some key verses mm -hmm. that if we read, you can find out what they're all about. Job itself is a very easy book to understand. Mm -hmm. It's very, very simple. Mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's this. Bad stuff happens. Amen. And we don't always understand why. We don't mm -hmm. understand the, you know, why it all why happens. Happen, yeah. And Job was written from the perspective of God to show mm -hmm. us that something bad happens. How mm -hmm. are you supposed to respond? Mm -hmm. How are you supposed to act? What should you do? Now we all know, or maybe you don't know, but what happened to Job was serious. Mm -hmm. Job lost his belongings. Mm -hmm. Job lost his livestock. Mm -hmm. Job lost, you know, his, everything that he owned. Mm -hmm. Job lost his family, mm -hmm. his daughters, mm -hmm. his sons, right? Yes. Now, I don't know about you, but I think that's a horrendous 
trial to go through. Mm -hmm. So what we need to do is understand why trials happen. Uh -huh. Why do bad things happen? Yes. And a lot of us, you know, bad things happen. We're like, oh no, God, what have I done? Mm -hmm. You know, what did I do to deserve this? Mm -hmm. Why is a why is something bad happening to me? Well, listen, it's happening to you just because. And the, yeah. Sometimes there there is no reason. There's why. no reason. Yes. There's no reason. Mm -hmm. It just happens. It, you're in the world. Mm -hmm. Bad things happen. Mm -hmm. Or at the very least. You know, the enemies of God, the minions, not the, yeah, the enemies of God, mm -hmm. the minions of Satan are sent here to try and do their very best to pull us away from God. Mm -hmm. They're always trying to separate us. Mm -hmm. And so this story of Job is an interesting one because Job goes through something far worse than most of us will ever go through. Mm -hmm. Would you, could you understand that? Yes. Far worse. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe the odd person will mm -hmm. go through that, yeah. but most of us have not experienced that. Mm -hmm. So he goes through the worst of things to show us something. And what I like in Job that you keep reading, you read it over and over and over and over, mm -hmm. is that Job is sitting there downcast. He's fasting. Mm -hmm. He's got sackcloth on and ashes. Mm -hmm. And it says that Satan comes in and talks to God. And God always says this. I love what he says. He says, have you seen my servant Job, yes. who is honorable, upright, mm -hmm. loves God, and does not evil, mm -hmm. does no evil? Mm -hmm. Every time, it's like he's showing off yeah. his creation. Mm -hmm. And Satan, who hates man, mm -hmm. because man is created in God's image, yes. and he hates man, mm -hmm. he's trying to destroy man. Mm -hmm. He feels that if he destroys man, he hurts God. Mm -hmm. And God says, hey, have you seen Job? Look yeah. at this guy. Look what you've done. And so there's a progress that Satan does some mm -hmm. bad things. Mm -hmm. One, two, three times, mm -hmm. he does terrible things. Mm -hmm. and, and Job, every time, mm -hmm. the Bible says, and every, everything that happened, mm -hmm. he did not blame God, mm -hmm. and he kept his integrity. Yes, yes. And that's important, mm -hmm. friends. It's mm -hmm. very important. Amen. To do not blame God when mm -hmm. things go bad, mm -hmm. and keep your integrity. Amen. Even his Amen. wife said, hey, why don't you, don't you know God doesn't like you? Why don't you curse God and die? Mm -hmm. and, and Job said to his wife, woman, you don't really know anything, yes. do you? Yeah. And she had yeah. no idea. Mm -hmm. And so the point is, he kept his integrity, mm -hmm. and this is what happens. Mm -hmm. And so in James chapter 5, we can read here in verse 10 and 11, mm -hmm. kind of sums up what happens to Job, how mm -hmm. he sticks with it. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that God, every time he says to Satan, have you seen my servant Job? Job, yes. It's almost like he's saying, have you seen Job, mm -hmm. who is not like you, mm -hmm. Satan? He is not a deceiver. He's mm -hmm. not a liar. Mm -hmm. He keeps his integrity. Mm -hmm. He continues to be loyal and faithful. Mm -hmm. something, even in tough times, mm -hmm. something you aren't. Yeah. yeah. And I love that. It's like a slap, Amen. a spiritual slap, slap yes. in the face. Yes. A spiritual slap in the face mm -hmm. to the devil. Mm -hmm. I love that part. Amen. And then you can find out the end of Job. It's very simple. This mm -hmm. is actually not that hard. But it's a good encouragement for us mm -hmm. to understand that when you go through tough times, you need to understand that stuff does happen. Amen. Not, don't pine over mm -hmm. it. Why is this happening? Mm -hmm. How come? What have I done? Do I need to figure it out? Mm -hmm. Have I sinned? Am I a bad guy? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. No, no. Just realize stuff happens. Verse 10. My brethren, take mm -hmm. the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and what? Patience. patience. Yes. Suffering and, and patience. patience. The whole story of Job mm -hmm. is to learn how to be patient through tough times. Hallelujah. Which in our day and age, uh, people, you know, I don't know about you, I get, I get upset when I have mm -hmm. to stand in a lineup for more than five minutes. Oh, yeah. You know, so I must say, well, I got to get stronger, works. you know, I got to yeah. get a little stronger, <laughs> right? Yes. I don't know what would happen to me if something like what happened to Job happened yeah. to me. Yeah. But I need to realize I need to be stronger Amen. and understand. We live in a great country. Mm -hmm. Thank yes. God for Canada, right? Yes. Here we are in verse 11, says, mm -hmm. So understand Job as the example. Mm -hmm. Job is our example, okay? Mm -hmm. 
Indeed, we count them blessed mm -hmm. who endure. Mm -hmm. So when stuff happens, mm -hmm. what should we do? To endure. We endure. Yes. But you can't just say, oh, I'm mm -hmm. just going to suffer for Jesus. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to hang on there. Mm -hmm. I hope this changes. No, no. You have to know something. Mm -hmm. So it says here, you have heard of the perseverance of Job mm -hmm. and seen the end intended by the Lord. Amen. And that, my friends, is very important. Mm -hmm. It's very, very important to understand this. Mm -hmm. You must understand that whenever you go rough through rough times, mm -hmm. the end of God for that particular circumstance mm -hmm. is blessing. Amen. Amen. Can you get that? You need to get that. You mm -hmm. need to get that revelation. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you're going for. Amen. You need to understand yes. that the end of that mm -hmm. is a blessing. Blessing. Yes. That's why Job was written mm. in such a fashion that he went through such a horrendous ordeal. Trials, mm. terrible temptations, terrible things mm -hmm. that most of us are never going to go through. Yes. But because he could stay full of integrity and mm -hmm. honor God, he didn't mm -hmm. blame God, mm -hmm. his response was always correct. Mm -hmm. The end of Job is what's important. It's the blessing. And we realize mm -hmm. that the end of Job is this. It says, mm -hmm. you have heard of the perseverance of Job mm -hmm. and seen the end intended by the Lord and here's the answer that the Lord is very what mm -hmm. compassionate and merciful I love that verse mm -hmm. so whenever we're going through tough times you can you can have faith and full understanding that the end of all this mm -hmm. you might not understand why you might not understand everything about it mm -hmm. but you can get this that the end of that is that God is compassionate Amen. and he's merciful towards you Amen. and we know Amen. that in the book of Job the it says here that God blessed Job more, more. that he had, you know, more. Mm. He, he gave him a lot more at the end than he had at the beginning. Yes. So that tells us that's what we're supposed to do when we have mm. tough times. Endure with mm. the right attitude, mm -hmm. with the right heart, mm. and God will bless you in the end. Hallelujah. And so that, for me, it's a, it's a simple explanation of mm. Job. People make it so hard. Mm -hmm. I don't see mm -hmm. it as hard as all. And it is very clear. You yeah. cleared it. Now, I, 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 here, as you explain, this is so deep, uh, Pastor Brand. I want you to touch on something that is very important uh, that you touch on on this book uh, uh, about the destructiveness of self pity. Oh, self pity is a killer. Because uh, if you look at, uh, uh, first of all, uh, let, me, let me back you back here, I mean, b back down here. Uh, are people bound to their circumstances? Well, the truth is a lot of people are bound by their circumstances, mm -hmm. but we don't have to be. Mm -hmm. I wrote a chapter in the book called uh, When Life's Unfair, or What to Do When Life is Unfair. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, people think they're stuck in their circumstances. Mm -hmm. They're stuck, but you know what? They're not stuck. We don't have to be stuck in our circumstances. We have the power of God Amen. to do something different. Mm. We can sow into our futures. Yes. We can start being merciful. We mm. can be merciful. And that's part of the reason I wrote this book mm. was that not to just to sit in your little bubble of mm -hmm. unhappiness and mm -hmm. you know, circumstances that are against you mm -hmm. and realize that you, you're not stuck there, Amen. that you can do something about it. Mm -hmm. And you say, well, what should I do? Well. You start blessing others. Amen. You start being merciful. Mm -hmm. Blessed are the merciful, for, for they the shall be shown what? Mercy. mercy. Yes. So for me, the Bible is full of scriptures, you know, it's just full of it, that we can change our future mm -hmm. by doing something today, by showing mercy Amen. and understanding mercy. Amen. Amen. And we can now, change that, yeah. We can change that. We are not bound in our own circumstance. I wanted you to touch quickly on uh, self-pity, and then uh, you're going to be praying for people right now as they watch. Um, how destructive is self-pity? 
Self-pity is probably one of the most heinous, silent, deadly um, forces that there is. Mm -hmm. It's so deadly because, um, well, I'll just tell you my testimony. Um, for years and years and years, I struggled with self-pity. Mm -hmm. And I, even when I became a Christian, um, when bad things would happen to me or things didn't work out, mm -hmm. I would fall into this inward, mm -hmm. I call it being inward, inward or getting, yes. you know, closing myself off, mm -hmm. getting inward. And it was self-pity. It's mm -hmm. like you feel sorry for, your, that's mm -hmm. just another way of saying I feel sorry for myself. Mm -hmm. How many of you ever felt sorry for yourself? Mm -hmm. Now you think it might be right, it might be good. The problem with self-pity mm -hmm. is that it continues to just work on you mm -hmm. and work on you until it shatters your hope, mm -hmm. it takes away your faith, mm -hmm. it takes away the light in your eyes mm -hmm. until you cannot, you become so pessimistic mm -hmm. that you cannot, you can't be optimistic about anything. Yeah. You know, I thank God that, you know, that I have some good optimistic friends Amen. and Amen. that God helped me to get through that. Amen. In fact, as a new Christian, I remember mm -hmm some people in our church coming up to me and saying, you know what, friend, and I'd only been a Christian for about mm -hmm. you know, a year or so, mm -hmm. and they came up to me and said, you know what, you're full of self-pity. Mm -hmm. And I'd say, no, I'm not full of self-pity. Mm -hmm. You guys don't know what you're talking about. Actually, they said self-pity and rejection. Mm -hmm. And I'd say, no, nah, you don't know what they're talking about. And mm -hmm. one night, God woke me up and said, hey, he spoke to me and said, hey, you are full of self-pity and rejection. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I actually wow. oh, realized that you know, it's bad when God has to talk to you. That's true. Yeah. When mm -hmm. God has to talk to you, that means mm -hmm. you're stupid mm -hmm. and that you really don't, you're not listening. <laughs> yes. You know, because sometimes God sends people around us to help Amen. us and you don't yes. listen to them. Mm -hmm. You know, so mm -hmm. anyway, I went in and got help. I got some mm -hmm. prayer and got mm -hmm. through that and realized mm -hmm. who I was. And, and so over the years, I've learned not to get into self-pity, mm -hmm. not to mope around. Amen. You know, Amen. I have a great wife. Mm -hmm. She's never been one for that kind mm -hmm. of thing. And even when we got married, I remember... Uh, I'd be sitting there stewing mm -hmm. about something, thinking about something, and mm -hmm. full of self-pity. And all she'd come up to me and say, what are you doing? I'd say, I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. And she'd say, no, <laughs> you're full of self-pity. And she's like, to come out of that, you know? Mm -hmm. She'd Amen. pray over me, Amen. and you need to come out of that, Amen. and stop being inward. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. she'd continually help me to get outward. Mm -hmm. And Amen. so and that's what a lot of people need to get out of. They yes. need to get outward. Amen. You know, Amen. Be, be an extrovert, not yes. introvert. Mm -hmm. But self-pity will kill you. Amen. It's mm. a terrible, terrible mm. force. Would you pray, Pastor Brian, for those who are right now saying this spirit of self-pity will kill me, mm. failure will kill me? Uh, pray for them through the power of the word to break that spirit. Okay, let's do that. Father, we just thank you yes, right Lord. now for the power thank of your you Holy Jesus. Spirit, the power mm. of your word. Yes, Lord. And Father, I pray for every person who's watching this program Thank you, Jesus. and hearing these words that if they're full of self-pity, if they've you, lost sight of the goodness of God, mm. if trials have hindered them, Lord, if they feel that life is not fair Thank or that Jesus. life has handed them a lemon, yes, Lord, Lord, I pray that you would start to change them. You'd yes, start Lord. to change their heart and change yes, their mindset and help them realize that you, your Jesus. mercy is available, yes, but Lord. it's there for a reason. Mm. It's there so that they can come out of whatever they've yes, gotten themselves into, that the mercy of God is there to bless them, Thank but Jesus. they need to take steps. They yes, need to Lord. keep their attitude right. Yes, they need Lord. to keep their response right. Thank so right now, Jesus. Lord, we break the spirit of self-pity. Yes, we break the spirit of failure right now. You, we break Jesus. the spirit of self-condemnation. Yes, and in the name of Jesus, we yes, just release Lord. life yes. and blessing and mercy. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. amen. I know you've been blessed. Um, get a copy quickly. Uh, write to us live at kazumbachows.com and you can get this uh, book. It's available on all platforms, uh, Amazon, Kindle, uh, Apple. 
anywhere you can get this book and uh, there is a way you can get it just look at our website there you'll be able to get this book uh, we are so excited that you were able to join with us and pastor Brandt was able to share on uh, mercy triumphs over judgment I'm so thankful for you that you are looking to the Word of God you are not about chasing all these fancy fancy words but the real meat the real word may the lord bless you and keep you may the lord watch over you until then shalom shalom you have been watching kingdom insight with dr kazumba charles my prayer and hope for you today is that you have grasped everything that you can from the speakers that have poured into your life today i want to promote dr kazumba charles new book it's called discovering the power of god in you he is an amazing man with an amazing spiritual insight into the power of God. I pray that you pick up this book and that it impacts your life. Thank you for watching.